in the last few years around Halloween time, you'll see them. People making their faces up to look like colorful skull characters, straight out of a Disney movie. But do you know what your face makeup actually means? Is it part of a holiday as creepy and morbid as some people would make it out to be? Or is there more to the story? This is the season of Dia de Muertos in Mexico, which in English we know as the Day of the Dead. Friends, welcome to the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. My name is Andrew Colon, and in this very special edition of the podcast, we'll talk about what the Day of the Dead holiday is, its roots and evolution, how it's celebrated today in different regions of Mexico and different parts of the world, and just who those colorful skeleton characters are and where they come from. Let's raise some awareness and bury some myths and tell the story of Dia de Muertos, the Mexican Day of the Dead. Now let me start out by saying that I don't think I know everything about the Day of the Dead and that I'm the last authority on the subject. What I will share is what I've studied, learned, and lived after 30 years of living and working here in Mexico. When we're done though, hopefully you'll know a little more than you did when you started listening. The celebration of the Day of the Dead has its origins in the indigenous cultures of Mesoamerica going back to at least as far back as 1800 BC, and as recently as the Mexica, what most people call the Aztecs. In these cultures, death was a part of a dimension that coexisted with life, and the souls of the dead could come back to visit the living. There were at least two important autumn festivities celebrating this intermingling of the two worlds, where our fallen relatives would be celebrated after the time of the harvest. When the Spanish came in the 16th century, these traditions mixed with those of the Catholic calendar. But before the conquest, many different groups celebrated rituals around death. For the Mexica, the two gods in charge of defining the destiny of your soul were the husband and wife team Mictecasihuatl and Mictlantecutli. Say that three times fast. Together they were the lords of Mictlan, one of the underworlds or places of the dead. To get there, souls had to navigate a series of obstacles to be able to find their place of eternal rest. Now this information comes to us from what's known as the Florentine Codex, put together by a Spanish Catholic friar shortly after the Spanish arrived to colonize Mexico. For 45 years, he researched the Mexica people, their customs, and history, and together with indigenous scribes, compiled a work 2,400 pages long with over 2,000 drawings from indigenous artists to document the culture of the Aztecs. Now, while there's controversy as to the truth of what was written, it's the most complete surviving document on the Aztec culture. In the Codex, it told the story of how when you died, your soul went on its journey to its eternal rest. The living accompanied the dead through a ritual, which began with the death of a family member or friend. The death was announced by wailing and crying from the older women of the community. Afterward, the body was bound in a shroud with some of their personal objects and presented with fine foods and drinks for the journey. After four days, the body was buried or cremated and then was on its way to the underworld of Mictlan and every year for four years, elaborate ceremonies were performed where the body or the ashes were kept. 
When the Spanish came, this ritual changed with the imposition of the new Catholic religion, and the festival of the gods of the underworld was joined to the celebration of All Saints Day on November 1st and All Souls Day on November 2nd. Today, it's a mix of both traditions, commemorating death as a part of life and as an important way to honor the memory and life of your loved ones. Now, one thing we need to understand is that the Day of the Dead is more than just one day. While the Catholic calendar specifies November 1st and 2nd as All Saints Day and All Souls Day, Dia de Muertos events can take place beginning the 27th or the 28th of October, where people who died tragically or violently can be remembered. On October 30th and 31st, we can remember unbaptized children and adults. On November 1st, we can honor deceased children, and on the 2nd, we can remember adults in our lives who have passed. Please bear in mind that this is a general guide. Different regions and groups can add or subtract people, and even pets, to honor on different days. It is important to know, though, that the Day of the Dead is almost the Week of the Dead, in some places. And while the celebrations associated with the Day of the Dead can vary depending on where you are in Mexico, some of the most famous Dia de Muertos celebrations happen in places with strong traditions, like Oaxaca, Mexico City, the state of Michoacán, and the Yucatán Peninsula. In Oaxaca, whole towns and cities can be decorated with flowers, cut paper decorations, candles, photographs, and serve foods like famous Oaxacan mole, tamales, bread, fruits, coffee, chocolate, and of course, mezcal from Oaxaca. In Mexico City, you can be part of parades with huge Day of the Dead floats, like the parade that was invented for the James Bond movie Spectre in 2015 and has become a Day of the Dead tradition since then. You can also take a boat trip along the canals of Xochimilco and hear stories of La Llorona, or go to the festival of Pan de Muerto and chocolate with thousands of other people in the historic center of Mexico. Pan de Muerto is a traditional sweet bread that's very important to the celebration, and we'll tell you a lot more about it in a little bit. And traditionally, you have it with hot chocolate or atole, a warm sweetened corn drink seasoned with cinnamon or vanilla, and really nice on a cool Ciudad de Mexico night. One of the most famous celebrations is held in the area of Pátzcuaro, Michoacán. In that area, there's a strong influence of the Purépecha indigenous culture, and in the area known as Janitzio on Lake Pátzcuaro, thousands of people make a candlelit procession to visit the local cemetery. And they'll light up the entire cemetery with thousands of candles. And people will sit, pray, and even eat a meal with their families at tombs where the whole area is lit up by an ethereal orange glow that can be seen for miles around. In the Yucatan Peninsula, where I am, Hanal Pishan, meaning food for the souls in the Mayan language, is the celebration of the dead for people of Mayan descent. This is a celebration that largely revolves around food, where a dish called mukpipollo or pib is the star of Hanal Pishan celebrations. It's a dish made from corn dough and chicken wrapped in banana leaves and baked in an underground pit and is truly a treat if you can find someone who can make it for you. Like I said before, these celebrations in Mexico will vary from place to place and family to family, but there are a few universal elements. 
It's customary to place photos of your dearly departed on a tiered altar called an ofrenda, which means offering in Spanish. The altar usually has different levels, and if it has three levels, it'll symbolize heaven, earth, and purgatory. And if it has seven, it'll usually stand for the seven steps to enter the afterlife or the seven deadly sins. These altars will feature some of the deceased's favorite food and drinks, like those indigenous ceremonies so long ago. These altars can also be adorned with marigold flowers called sempasuchi, whose scent and bright yellow-orange color lead souls back home or to the afterlife. Candles and incense can also make their way to a family altar to help the spirits find their way. And any altar worth its salt will also have some pan de muerto. Pan de muerto, literally bread of the dead, is a very important element of the Day of the Dead celebrations and will be set out on the ofrenda altar. It comes to us from the Aztecs and is usually circular in shape with a set of crossed bones and head in the shape of the bread and you can find it everywhere in Mexico once October begins. It's a sweet, yeasty bread, usually topped with sprinkled sugar, and it goes great with hot chocolate or some nice hot corn atole. And for kids and those with a true sweet tooth, you can have little calaveritas, candy skulls made of sugar, chocolate, or amaranth, where each skull usually represents a beloved relative who has passed. If your dearly departed relative likes something a little stronger, a shot of tequila, mezcal, or cerveza might also be on the ofrenda for them to enjoy as well. Now, without getting too morbid, I think I'd like some rice and picadillo, and maybe some pan de muerto, a little coffee, and perhaps a sip of whiskey on my altar. What do you think you'd like for your family to leave out for you? Let us know in the comments. So that's how Dia de Muertos is celebrated in many different parts of Mexico. But what about the rest of the world? With a large and growing population of Mexican descent in the U.S., and with recent hit movies like Coco and the Book of Life, more people are learning about the traditions of the Day of the Dead. Places like California, Illinois, Texas, and New Mexico celebrate with parades, street festivals, live music, food and altars just like in the old country, but with local and regional flair to reflect what's going on today in those areas. In these festivals and during Halloween, you'll see hundreds of people with their faces painted up like male and female figures called calaveras or skeletons. But why do they do that? And where does that tradition come from? While now it's become a trend and tradition at this time of year, Originally, painting your face like a colorful skeleton was a way of honoring your deceased loved ones. The different colors also actually have a meaning, where the color red represents the blood that runs through our bodies while alive. Yellow is for the Sempasuchi marigold flower, orange is for the sun, white is for purity and innocence, and black for the land of the dead and other colors. But if you've seen people dressed as the fancy, elaborate characters called the Katrin and the even more famous Katrina, well, they just started out as characters created by Mexican cartoonist Jose Guadalupe Posada back in the 1870s, who used these characters to poke fun at people who had indigenous roots but who pretended to be more European and looked down on others of indigenous heritage. 
and these characters stuck and became interwoven with the Day of the Dead traditions. But today these celebrations don't just happen in Mexico. Countries in Central and South America can have similar celebrations at this time of year, usually on the 1st and 2nd of November, also involving getting together as a family, visiting departed loved ones at cemeteries, and enjoying food, music, and company. Ecuador celebrates the Day of the Dead with family gatherings of food and drink, where people enjoy treats called guaguas de pan, a traditional Ecuadorian pastry made in the shape of a baby. For Peruvians, El Día de los Difuntos is for celebrating and feasting, usually made up of the departed's favorite foods. On November 1st, Guatemalans celebrate the Festival de Barriletes Gigantes, or Festival of Giant Kites, in the town of Zumpango. There, thousands of people gather to fly enormous, extravagant, multicolored, hand-painted kites. This tradition of flying kites to honor the dead is believed to date back 3,000 years ago, when indigenous Guatemalans believed that you could use kites to communicate with those who had passed on. In Brazil, the Day of the Dead is known there as Dia de Finados, and it's more of a Catholic holiday, where people will go to Mass and pay their respects to their departed loved ones, and it's more somber than celebratory. But recently, it's become more common to have friends and family over for a meal, or even enjoy street parties during this time of year. But if we jump to other parts of the world with Spanish Catholic influence, in the Philippines, you'll find people coming back home from all over the world to celebrate Undas, All Saints Day and All Souls Day, where families get together to tidy up cemeteries, place flowers on graves, and light candles in honor of their relatives who have passed on. Coming back home during Undas is a huge thing for Filipinos living all over the world. In Spain, people also remember their dead on November 1st. All Saints Day is a religious Spanish holiday. While many people do visit cemeteries with flowers and offerings like in other countries, you'll rarely find them dressing up or partying. Like in Brazil, it's more solemn. There is, however, a tradition of eating huesos de santo, bones of the saints, a delicacy made of marzipan that resembles human bones on and around the holiday. While people from all over can celebrate differently, the one thing in common is family and remembering those that have passed on before you. Whether you get together to solemnly pay your respects or dance down the streets dressed as a Katrin or a Katrina, the important thing is to remember and honor the people who came before you. The Day of the Dead celebration holds profound cultural significance for the people of Mexico, serving as a vibrant and heartfelt tribute to honor and remember departed loved ones. This tradition doesn't only foster a sense of community, but it also preserves a rich heritage, emphasizing a profound connection between the living and the deceased. Now, for me on a personal level, my favorite holiday is actually Halloween. The people who know me know this. Getting together with friends and family and wearing costumes and seeing how creative people can get with their costumes and having a few drinks and dancing is immense fun for me. But once I moved to Mexico back in the early 90s, I discovered Dia de Muertos, the Day of the Dead. I have to admit that a festivity called the Day of the Dead definitely had some creepy overtones for me when I was first introduced to it. But that's before I found out 
what a beautiful and meaningful celebration it can be. It just shows me that if we're open to and can celebrate the customs of others, we can find out how similar we all really are and enjoy something meaningful as well as something enjoyable. What are your experiences or thoughts on the holiday of Dia de Muertos, the Mexican Day of the Dead? Let us know in the comments as you listen on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, and Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or however you're listening to us. Also, you might want to check out a quick little YouTube video I've put together for you on the seven things the Day of the Dead is not. Check that out on the Mysteries of Latin America on YouTube. As always, friends, thanks for joining us for more stories about the myths, legends, and surreal tales of North, Central, and South America and the Caribbean here on the Mysteries of Latin America podcast. I'm Andrew Colon. Adios.